Rick Dollar here with the Rick Dollar Show. And Yana Mojan, I don't know if I'm ever going to get used to saying that. Well, hello, Rick. <laughs> I don't know if you. If I got gotcha. you. <laughs> yeah. What, what we did is we changed the name of the show. So I, I always say that at the beginning of the uh, interview, just to kind of throw people off a little bit. And I got you. So. But that's okay. <laughs> well, thank you for having me on your show. <laughs> no problem. No problem. Um, now, um, you've uh, gone into the business on the other side now. You are, uh, you've got this great single that's out. And um, oh, I'm, I'm really happy about this. It's, it's a really great accomplishment. It's my dream come true. Oh, well, there you go. Well, you've got the whole thing. You got the whole setup there. You've got a good record label. You've got a great husband that can that can support <laughs> you in all of this. And uh, I'm gonna just read this list here. Um, you're on the record. Stevens on the record. Dan Taminsky's on the record. Ron Block, Sierra Hull, Stuart Duncan, uh, Barry Bales. And Todd Livingston. I mean, what a lineup to back you up. And uh, that's it's a uh, great band. I would like to mention there's one more vocalist, uh, oh, okay. a young country artist, uh, Lauren Massidi. Oh, um, yeah. She's, okay. she's awesome. And I'm, I'm so lucky that she agreed to sing on my single. Yeah, I think you've got a, a good setup here. Um, how can you not be successful doing this, you know? Well, you, you never know. I mean, it's up to the <laughs> listeners. You always have doubts. I'm, I'm really proud of this, uh, this single, and I consider myself very lucky that I could have this band. Of course, it's, it's years of um, being in, in the bluegrass business, exactly. if I call it that. But, you know, I've learned a lot, and uh, believe or not, this is not my first record label that I've been with. Oh, I really? have a bluegrass history long ago, so this is just a little comeback. You know, I'm totally on the other side of Dark Shadow recording mm -hmm. role. Like, normally I work as a PR or radio contact, artist support. Mm -hmm. It's just two of us, you know, we are, we are a very small label. It's just my husband and I, so we do everything. There's really not a job description for either of us. We just have to do whatever needs to be done the best we can. But uh, I started playing bluegrass music a long time ago in the early 90s. And I've been, um, I was with a band called Fragment. And um, mm -hmm. that band was from both from Czech and Slovak Republic. I'm from Slovakia, by the way, so... Mm -hmm. You can hear my accent. You can tell that I'm not from <laughs> Southern Tennessee. <laughs> but, yeah, exactly. um, uh, I've been here in the United States since 2005. Mm -hmm. I never know how many years I have to do the math quickly yeah. in my mind, but but it's uh, it's been a while, and uh, so I think it's just the result of of the connections we've made and and the good mm -hmm. friends, and and of course the the work that we do at dark shadow. So I'm, I'm just happy about it. <laughs> well, well, I'll say one thing. If you, if you guys didn't do good work, uh, there's no way you could have gotten some of these names to take the time out of their day to come by and just, and to do this with you. So you guys are, are, you've started out in a, you know, out of the blocks running years ago. And, um, Thank goodness, because I've seen some 
tremendous artists come out of there and you know i guess uh the hen house prowlers are some of the some of the guys that i'm familiar with that i've worked with before um but uh hen house prowlers are great and we are so proud to have them on our label they are kind of like they are our newest addition mm-hmm. from we signed with signed with them um last year i think mm-hmm. and uh we are just just extremely happy that they agreed to be on our label after that band uh has been around for 17 years and i don't think they've ever been on the record label so it's a huge it means a lot for us that they (laughs) they wanted to work with steven on the music and of course i will do my best to to promote their music the best i can sure and you're doing a great you're doing a great job so far now this single that you've got is if i didn't love you and um I was thinking this was going to be a, a more of a low key love song kind of thing, but you know, not so you, uh, you put some gas in this car and, and then pushed it down the road. And so it's, uh, it still is a love song to me. It, <laughs> it's just a happy bluegrass song now that, you know, right. it's originally a Steve Warner cut. It's probably 30 years old and it, there is a reason why, I recorded this song. I'm just trying to put it all okay. together. So I when I started listening to bluegrass music, there was this I'm from Slovakia and there was very nearby is Austria. We, you know, very close in in Vienna, Austria, there was a band and they still are around and playing. Uh their name is Nugget and they mm-hmm. um covered Colin Ray's song On the Verge back in the early 90s when I started listening to bluegrass right. and they were a huge I wanted to I want my band to be like them or I wanted to play in a band like like theirs and I always liked their version of this and of course with fragment I played with fragment since 1993 until it kind of dissolved when I moved back over here but we still played in 2013 we played our last show I think mm. so 20 years, basically. And during those 20 years, we recorded eight, eight albums and we did a lot of um, uh, covers like we, we recorded Sting's Fields of Gold or um, different, you know, we were influenced with so many, so many singers and so many artists. So covering music from other genres was kind of kind of what we used to do. And I wanted to do this so um i listened to like 90s when, when i was when i was back in slovakia we didn't really have access to country music because of course the regime um changed in 1989 mm-hmm. and in early 90s we just didn't have the resources yet you couldn't just walk in the store and buy cd bluegrass cds it was still pretty rare so people used to make copies like you know cassette tapes and that's how i learned saying sure. I didn't even speak English back then I went to wow. high school and that's when I started uh, learning English but um so I one thing I remember like in the 90s we finally got CMT on on TV <laughs> we could watch music videos there you go and there was Steve Warner and I really liked his music he's a great guitar player and mm-hmm. and his songs are just so you know they, his music speaks to me and I always liked him so few years ago, when I was thinking about recording music again, 
I listened a lot on Spotify, like I, I looked up this, you know, similar artists and I really fell in love with this song and I said this would make a perfect bluegrass song. <laughs> so we recorded it last year and um, and I was just lucky that everybody agreed to play. I mean, everyone I wanted on the record agreed on it. So well, I, I think you're being very humble too. Um, when, when can we um, uh, when can we hear some more music like this? Uh, have Hopefully, you got a, have you got a, a record coming up or um not yet hmm. i we are quite busy here at dark shadow with oh, yeah. our artists we have a we have a great um group of artists that we work with and and there's so much music that will come out even just this year hmm. and like i mentioned we are a small label and we want to pay attention to all the details of our work so we don't want to become like a factory of producing <laughs> music but we only can handle as much as we can as two people Stephen produces everything and records everything so um we don't just get music from recorded elsewhere we create the pro product here and that's that's what we do and we don't want to change that mm -hmm. so that's why you won't see a lot of recordings from a lot of products from from our label only a few a year as much as we can do and mm -hmm. um i what was I going to say now <laughs> i i wanted I to know. say that my music is definitely like it's it's great and I'm I'm really happy to be back and have this chance to record but I don't know if my album will come probably maybe in 2025 is is wow we already have plans for next year oh, so there will be singles but not an album I know that now because we have different priorities here I got you I got you well you know Steven's on the road with uh, Sam Bush a lot and um you know I I just recently got uh, the opportunity to meet face to face with Becky Buller and we've she's done uh, three years worth of uh, Christmas shows with me <laughs> and, yes that's, that's such a great so, thing and we are so happy every year I'm, I'm really grateful that you you are a good team <laughs> oh yeah she's a lot of fun too let me tell you yeah. but uh, you know uh, Ned Luberecki I met him also and you know this song uh, that he did with Steven, um, I, I guess they call the duo Nedsky and Mojo. Yes. The, uh, you know, it's, uh, it's staying pretty solid in the charts too. So Rick Ferris, uh, another artist, um, how many, I mean, you, you guys have so many irons in the fire, um, but you do everything so professionally. And I think that not having so many coming in, you know, coming out every year, there's a beauty to that. There's a science to that. And um, there definitely is. And that yeah. was our goal to these are our friends. These are not just artists we sign. Um, mm -hmm. I met Rick Ferris when I played with Fragment over here in early 2000. Mm -hmm. He played with his um, family band and we played the same festivals in Midwest wow. and Missouri and in Illinois and Indiana. And we always admired and loved their family band because the boys could play all the instruments. They could just swap instruments. And there was like, <laughs> yeah, they were all great singers. And it was just a lot of fun hanging with them. So, you know, these and I met Becky in 2001 and probably at the Thomas Point Beach Festival in May. Again, we played there. She was with uh, Valerie Smith back then. Right. And 
we just admired her you know she was such a such a great band member like i i predicted it a long time ago like <laughs> love that girl she should have her own band mm -hmm. and it just happened so we signed becky in 2014 and um this is her we have four albums with her the christmas mm -hmm. album i think was her fourth on our record label and i'm yeah. so proud because every album is different and there is a difference you, you can see that it's there's always something new yeah um, no doubt about it well what was the what was the biggest uh kick for you doing this i mean what was the most fun doing this song it was at the same time it was the most fun and most kind of terrifying moment because <laughs> i realized i was the, the way the studio was is laid out i was facing a wall and basically everybody else when I was singing the scratch vocals, of course, not, right. not the lead, I mean, not the real vocal, but just the yeah. scratch vocal. Everybody else was kind of behind me, but I was looking at literally staring at the wall because mm -hmm. that's how, you know, we, we, our studio is also limited and that's quite a bit of musicians uh, in the installation booth. And so I was just staring at this wall and hearing this great band behind me and it really sounded like Union Station and that's who I listened to when I was, you know, discovering bluegrass when I was 16, 17, that, that was the music. And it sounded just like that. And I realized that, and I almost, I was kind of choking. I knew it was scratch vocal, but I also wanted to do a good job, Right. but I couldn't, I just couldn't. <laughs> so I hope they understood. I hope they didn't think like, oh my gosh, we agreed to this and she can't even sing. But I was really like, so moved and you know i was born in the country that is small and bluegrass is just just a tiny like there are bluegrass bands but it's nothing you know nothing huge and and when i look back um here i am like recording with this band and you know it just literally made me kind of choke <laughs> sure i can see that i mean you know i would uh i don't know what would happen i mean i've, I've been in the same room with most of these people but you know, I'm not performing. I'm just talking to them, and it's a whole different thing than what you do, you guys have to do. But uh, kudos yeah, so, to you. Yeah, this is uh, this is a was great the song. Most, that was the most fun and terrifying moment <laughs> at the same time that I realized I can't sing. I just can't. But but then, of course, uh, it came out great. And uh, oh yeah. And I'm I'm just glad that it's finally out. It's oh, been we're we looking. Had, for for a few months we had it ready and and we just uh finally found you know how record label has to have a plan whether it's mm -hmm. a small or or big record label we tried to stick to our plan and right. it was time we planned on it and it all kind of worked <laughs> yes it did and uh well we're we're happy to have you on the rick dollar show and of course this week we're going to debut the song and um I don't think there's going to be anybody out there that's going to not say, wow, I had no idea she could sing, you know? Well, so. it's kind of surprising. That's all <laughs> my fault because I decided not to play music or not to be active while I was raising our son. Stephen mm -hmm. was traveling a lot and Fragment was, of course, on the other side of the ocean. It was really difficult, even though I flew over a couple of times with a toddler and, and my base and, and my luggage and diaper bag and whatever. <laughs> so I I've done it, but but I knew like 
once he started going to school, we were on certain schedule and I couldn't imagine um, being on the road and, and homeschooling or anything like that. I wanted to have some structure. So I knew I had to give up something, but I don't regret. It's just, you know, now he's 13. He's interested in the music. Actually, tonight he has a big opening night his first singing role in a high school musical. He's in the middle school, but he got a lead role in high school musical. So wow. I'm very proud of him. And um, I don't regret that I gave up music to, to raise him because, mm. you know, it all comes back. <laughs> and now he's he plays bass. Um, he played with Wyatt Ellis um, last year, and they have a few festivals um, ahead of them this summer so mm -hmm. i'll be the mom on the road now <laughs> like, so maybe someday i will you know i will try to play as much as i can but you know being as busy with dark shadow i i just can't commit to a real career or start a career again i've i've had it all i mean there are certain festivals that we've never played and i still wish i could have but um in general, I we traveled for five years. For, we, we were here with Fragment in the United States every summer for three months, and mm -hmm. we traveled in a van and played various festivals, and we got to play the Grand Ole Opry in 2000. So I, wow. I, I'm really like, I accomplished a lot when I was younger, and, and this is like a comeback. So if I didn't record anything. Well, I, I recorded harmony vocals and some lead vocals on various projects during those years, but I didn't release music on my own under my name or fragment until now. So mm. hopefully it's a new beginning. I think so. I think that's a, a really good way to wrap this up is you have this new beginning. And, um, you know, even with your son, the, the future that he's going to have, you know, you never know. He may need a backup singer one day. <laughs> well, hopefully. <laughs> I don't know. He still needs me, you know. Like, I, I still, um, it's much easier now. And that's why I'm back um, playing music and recording music because I finally have the time I wanted to mm -hmm. spend um, even practicing and singing. You know, sure. it's you have to be in, in a good shape if you want to, if you're serious about it. That's so I finally have the time and... Um, I love it the same, whether I sing in the living room or somewhere <laughs> um, or on stage. I enjoy it the same way. <laughs> well, I, I know what you mean. And I know there's a whole lot of artists out there that do the same thing that you do. Okay. <laughs> well, Yana, thank you so much for uh, sitting down with me today. I really appreciate your time. And uh, we're going we're gonna to roll this thing out next week and see what everybody thinks. Thank you so much for having me. Uh, and, no problem. Um, Hope to see you sometime soon. Oh, yeah. We'll get together sometime, somewhere. I'm sure it'll happen. All right. Rick, Do Rick Dollar with the Rick Dollar Show. And I've had Miss Yana Mojan with me today.